okay, broads, it's Becca and I, but don't turn it off. Evan yeah. and Grayson are coming. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. We promise they'll be here in just a second, but we had to stop by and tell you about something quick before they hop on. Broads, listen, I don't know if you all know this about me. I don't know if you know this about me, Becca, but I am a nausea queen. Like yeah. a truly God, the, Even the nausea word nausea makes queen. me nauseous. <laughs> Everything makes me nauseous. Hangovers, car rides, headaches, Ugh. any random day, I'm nauseous. It sucks. But I just recently found a cure and I'm saying, saying I'm excited is just an understatement. Broads, you have to try out Relief Band. You know what? I've been wanting to try Relief Band forever, and I'm so glad that they sent it to us to try because a game changer. Oh, okay. my God. If you don't know what it is, Relief Band, it's a clinically proven anti-nausea wristband. It relieves and prevents nausea and vomiting, a.k.a. my dream mm-hmm. product. <laughs> product. It's 100% drug free. It's non-drowsy and it has zero side effects. Relief band stimulates a nerve in your wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. Broads. I wish I had this when I was dating all the time in junior high and I would get so nervous that I would throw up. If you had your relief band, you'd be fine. Yeah. Broads, I've been wearing this for the past couple weeks and it's, I'm not joking, it's changing my life. Like truly changing my life. Relief band is the only over-the-counter wearable device that has been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. As the world's opening back up, don't let the fear of nausea keep you on the sidelines. Okay. Don't let it keep you there, Becca. You got your relief band now. Okay, right now relief band has an exclusive offer just for chatty bros listeners and chatty broads and chatty broads too how dare they leave us out of that okay <laughs> just go to reliefband.com and enter promo code chatty you're going to receive 20 percent off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee so head to r-e-l-i-e-f b-a-n-d.com reliefband.com and use our promo code chatty for 20 percent off plus free shipping now for the bros. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh, we are back. The boys are back in town. <laughs> and at this point, there is no more... You know, we're back. Oh, there's no more. I mean, we're we're in. This is this is this we're is here. us. Get used to us. Hate us or love us. Mm-hmm. We are like a tick that won't go away. We've, well, we've dug in. Go away. We're we've like dug a, in. Like a tapeworm. Okay, we're a tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs> we're there. You might not even know that we've been there the whole time. But you're just like, man, I am not feeling well. I'm not feeling... I'm constantly hungry. I just need something to fill this <laughs> void. Because we're just in there. We're just eating away. Eating away. <laughs> but um, so we're, we're back. Um, and we wanted to uh, jump in. We, we, there were so many questions you guys gave us. Um, last time there was literally like hundreds of questions and we, I feel like we only got to like 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just felt we could do another getting to know the bros kind of a part two, um, and dive into more of these questions and talk about ourselves, our relationships, life, love, live, laugh, love. And maybe give like more of a rounded understanding of Evan and myself before we mm. dive into the further further ideas of where the show is going to go or basically where you guys lead our our ship of bros mm. 
Um, the bro, the bro, the, the bro pirate ship. Yeah. Just flat brim hats yeah. and tank tops <laughs> with boat shoes. Onward. Von Dutch hats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I want to get one, by the way. Stop. No, I'm not kidding. I, there's a couple things I want to bring back. I want to bring back Ed Hardy. I want, I never, I never, cause I never partook in, partook in Ed Hardy, but I'm thinking we could bring it back in a tasteful way, dude. Ed Hardy, Von Dutch. Let's go. I'm like choking. Let's go, dude. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Cause now it's funny. As long as all, as long as like all the women on this ship have to do like all the, like, so guys were wearing what like Ashton Kutcher was set the tone. Well, of you had like, to put the hat to the side. You had to wear it slightly off kilter, yeah, yeah. super folded brim. Hard. With the mesh. The side, dude, yeah. Trucker caps and all that. Oh my God, this is garbage. And then, um, yeah, the Ed Hardy stuff. But then girls would need to bring back juicy couture uh, full oh, suits. Yeah, absolutely. Velour suits Velour and suits. Ugg boots when it's 105 degrees low outside. Low-waisted jeans. Remember I the low-waisted jeans? Now yeah. everything's high. Everything, remember when our era, it was like super low. But I need the conflict of like, is it winter or summer? I need, I need you to be wearing uh, fur-lined boots with a mini skirt and then like a midriff sweatshirt. Yes. Where there's like a constant identity crisis of the weather. Mm. Is it cold? Is it hot as shit? Be- Doesn't it's matter. Mo- it's actually hot because that dude is in short shorts and a tank top and yeah. sandals. But the hard thing is that that guy's also in that same outfit when it's 60 degrees outside. Yeah, he's true Because he's got 70 tank tops, that's 70 like, hats, two pairs of shorts, one pair of flip flops. Midwestern so it just, like, it is, he just wears it. Like Midwestern it is, or East Coast bros, like when they're like like they're uh, more boaty right dude like shin length cargo shorts mm. with a tank top boat shoes and sandals but yeah but so anyway before we dive in as well we want to do address i want to address some of the comments in the post from the last episode and not spend too much time on it but just basically say being on this and understanding the broads as our audience is a learn. There's a learning curve here and there's a learning curve in understanding the balance of the show. And I was very receptive to a lot, to a lot of the criticism in the comments of, uh, taking like sort of a laissez faire reductionist approach to Becca and explaining our relationship. And it was a learning lesson for me of how, how do I want to be talking about, this woman who's very important to me in my life on such a public platform. And there was a lot of humbling happening there. And um, anyway, we're, we're, I was very receptive to it. And, um, you know, I don't want to go into a whole thing of like justifying anything we said. It just let the broads know. I appreciated the feedback. It was a growing opportunity for me. It led to a lot of healthy conversations between Becca and I about like balancing this basically allowing very private aspects of our relationship to be public Mm. and talking about it while, you know, sometimes trying to be funny or, you know, forgetting sort of forgetting the, the weight of some of the things we're saying. And I just, I appreciate the squad, uh, keeping me grounded. That's kind of, that's all I'm going to say on those things. We're going to dive in, dive into a new episode. Appreciate you broads. Appreciate the lessons provide the humility um yeah no i appreciate that man i think um i think that just on a basic level it's like people always need to understand that like 
this is a free flowing conversation that um, by untrained, <laughs> you know, we, we didn't go to like broadcast school or something. This is like no. an honest conversation between two guys, two friends. And that's, I think, what you like about it, you know, and, and the same goes with the broads or with Jess and uh, Becca is like, that's too on. It's an honest conversation between two friends who are just flowing and being honest about things and opening up and then, you know, figuring out how it all works. And, and there is an honesty there and a rawness to it. But what comes with it sometimes is just a, you know, not a perfect conversation with the perfect words and the perfect moments. And so, uh, you know, I think it's one of those things that... Um, yeah, it's, it's always a work in progress is what we're trying to do. Yes. And I think that'll bring me into the last thing I'll say is to answer that question of what is my favorite aspect about Becca and our relationship. It is her patience with me during these things where like we're, we're learning so much about each other as we go through being new parents and navigating our relationship. And uh, yeah, my favorite thing is she her patience with me and her like, um, basically we can have, we can have a disagreement. We can, we can be coming from two completely different points and we will never let the conversation end and in separate points. We have to navigate and find like the perspective of the other person and, um, find like, even if find, find like an understanding between each other. Like you'll always wrap it up. You'll never leave it. No, like we can't go to sleep. We'll literally, it doesn't matter how early we have to wake up the next day. We'll stay up till two 30 in the morning, battling this out until we hit the point where it's just like, I, I was coming from a point where like I needed to ask for clarity of how, how are you defining this? Because I'm just, I was started self-interpreting it and I was taking it as like a criticism of me when you're just talking about this. And it's like, mm. then we come on to this thing of like, no, 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 no. And then the conversation ends and like, oh my God, I love you so much. Like, thank sure. you for being patient with me. Thank you, you for work like working through, through this. Yeah. That's the best. That's the backbone of me and Becca's relationship. We would have never gotten here sanely or together given our narrative if we didn't both have so much investment in that. And that's like, you know. Aside from our rocking sex life, that is what I love most mm -hmm. about Becca. Got it. Well, I think that's awesome, man. There I we think, go. I think uh, a lot of people will appreciate those of, you know, I think that was a really mature take on it. So, um, okay. So we're going to dive into more of these questions. I am so jealous that, actually, no, I sort of wish we could hear them do this ad read, but I don't trust them. I know. I don't trust them to do this ad read because this is just too important. Broads, Becca and I are back to talk to you for a hot <laughs> second before the bros return. Don't skip ahead. Don't you miss our voices? No, don't you miss our voices? And, and you're also, you're going to want to hear, yeah. you're going to want to hear about this sponsor. Sexy, okay? sexy, sexy. I think I speak for most people in 2021 when I say it's been a freaking hard year to find an escape. Most of us are living, working, teaching kids, relaxing and doing pretty much everything else in our homes. And that just isn't an environment that screams sexy, at least to me personally. Mm. Enter mm. Dipsy, the audio app that is full of short sexy stories designed to turn you on oh my gosh this app is so much fun it's so fun i mean it's for everyone but i mean personally me as a woman i feel like it is just so perfect for me to get my sexy on it's just like oh feels like it's it's made for me anyway mm -hmm. uh at first i was like okay a sexy audio app that sounds weird 
happily admit that I was very wrong. Dipsy's stories, they feature characters and narratives that are so immersive. It feels like you're there. I've always been someone who loves like book on tapes and like audio theater stuff. So this is kind of perfect. Why not make it sexy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Plus they have a whole selection of wellness sessions. They've got sensual bedtime stories and soundscapes if you need to wind down before you turn on or drift off. <laughs> Wink. Dipsy also releases new content every single week. So no matter what floats your boat, there's always new stuff to explore. And I really mean that whatever you're into, Dipsy has something that you're going to be intrigued by. Between the content on Dipsy and my noise-canceling headphones, and let me say specifically the sensual bedtime stories on Dipsy, Mm -hmm. my favorite. It's pretty much the winning combination to get my mind to relax. The wellness sessions have honestly become my go-to when I need to get into this relaxation mode. I'm obsessed. So guys, basically it's just audio erotica, and it's fantastically, beautifully, tastefully done, and I highly recommend giving it a try. Mm -hmm. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial, so just try it for 30 days it's free and it may it may change your life and your sexy life mm-hmm. um so go to dipsystories.com slash chatty that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dip s-e-a stories.com slash chatty dip c stories.com slash chatty dip s-e-a like dip it in the sea yeah dip it in, dip the, it sea. in the sea of that audio erotica dip baby. it in the sea get what dipsystories.com slash chatty <laughs> Broads, I know it may be hard to believe, but Becca and I are full of imperfections. I know. As if. As if. But so are Evan and Gray, okay? We all are. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. I don't mind imperfections in people, and I also don't mind them in my produce. And that's why I've been getting my produce from Imperfect Foods, which helps to create a less wasteful food system that embraces food of all shapes, sizes, and physical appearance. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I love this. I love so this. I swear before I knew about Imperfect Produce, I always wondered about that. Because you go to buy an apple in the grocery store and they're all magically the same exact size and the same exact shape. Mm-hmm. It's kind of creepy if you ask me. But well, no, they don't grow that way. Unfortunately, do you guys know this? Every year, billions of pounds of food go to waste because it's ugly by grocery store standards. That is so rude. Yeah, but I'll let you guys in on a little secret. It all tastes the same. Duh. If you've ever grown food in your backyard, you know that it doesn't come all come out picture perfect. No. And but it's all delicious, all delicious. And if you want to give imperfect uh, produce a try, it just takes a few easy steps. Sign up online, create your flexible, personalized grocery plan. And then each week you can shop online and get affordable, sustainable, slightly imperfect food right to your door. You'll get a ton of options, including produce, quality protein, dairy and pantry staples. Shopping imperfect produce online saves you time, money and saves perfectly imperfect food from going to waste. And right now, Imperfect Foods is offering our listeners. 20% off plus free shipping on your first order when you go to imperfectfoods.com and make sure to use promo code chatty. Try Imperfect Foods now and for a limited time you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping on your first order. Go to imperfectfoods.com, use code chatty to sign up. That's 20% off plus free shipping at imperfectfoods.com offer code chatty. Yes. Um, We were talking about this one which I thought was an interesting question. Um, I felt like it's unique for many reasons, but uh, it's uh, the question is, did Jess and Becca's fame change your relationship? Mm. So this is obviously different for both of us because of there's the podcast, you know, Becca had the show. There's there's different levels to this and everything. So, um, yeah, go for it. What do you, what, how was it for you? Well, so for us, you know, I met Becca 
within two weeks of her coming off the show. Mm. And then we instantly started dating. And for those of you who don't know, our, we were 100 miles an hour out the gates, pregnant three months later. So Becca's fame and our relationship rose, like they progressed at a similar slope. Yeah. Um, so like, it, I'd say like our relationship hasn't changed because we've just had to, it's constantly adapting to this thing together. Yeah. Like our, the, the way our relationship has evolved is it completely tied and in conjunction with, um, her fame growing. And I think like, if anything, what's changed more is us as individuals. Um, cause there's, there were also questions like didn't make it to our sheet on top ones of like, how do I feel about her talking about so many aspects of our private life? Um, and there's things for me where like, I've had to like really question, I think it's made me focus, think more about like, what am I so self-conscious about? What am I? Da, 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 da. Mm. So if anything, the fame is like sort of freed up this ability to like live with myself in public. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, I, I don't know about if this is like going to resonate with anybody else, but there's a lot of things I've always wanted to do in life. But then I'm like, well, you know, what are, my, what are people going to say if I walk out of the house with blue hair? Right. What are they going to do if I'm like, suddenly like I've always dressed this way, but secretly I've always wanted to look like this. And if I just start remaking myself in this way, like what are people like, how is that going to be received? Do I really want to have those conversations? And it's like, you know, now that she's in the public eye and it's sort of like, we can't get out of it. There's sort of a like no fucks given attitude that we've both adopted. That's like so liberating. Oh, so it's the opposite. You feel like, like, you feel like before you had eyes on, I was more sensitive. more sensitive about it. And now that we're in the public sphere all the time, it's sort of like, are we really going to think about everything we do in terms of how we're going to be received? No. Like both both of us were very quickly like, we can't do that. We you cannot do that. We just need to be like unapologetically ourselves, yeah. which then comes with like learning things of like, okay, that was a bad approach. Yeah. That was a bad attitude. You know, take two steps back be like, cool. But yeah. it's also like, I'm not going to, like neither one of us, I, I think is willing to not hold our position yeah just because other people disagree with us we're also willing to learn but like that's where i've since felt like very liberated and like i kind of get to so you feel like it's brought you together as a couple if you yeah. were, if, like if you if were anything if the question was how has it changed your relationship you feel like if anything it's like it it brought you it almost like because you guys grew in it at the exact same time it like it was a process that kind of glued you together because you needed each other to get through it maybe we, yes that's exactly right we were support pillars for each other really me like I was more and I think the very equal because at the same time of me needing to be there to support Becca I was starting my business right and so she needed to be there to support me which was also really grounding of like we were never focused on just one thing. And it was like, we were in such high stress environments. The idea of caring about small stuff was like, no. And so it sort of allowed her, which I think has been like very powerful in terms of like her image publicly Mm -hmm. is she is just herself. Like this Becca that you see on her accounts, what you see is what you get, what you you hear is who she really is. Yeah. And a lot of that can be like, you know, that day. 
it's also who she is that day. Sure. Because um, if you're passionate about something that day, you're going to be talking a lot about it as like a as something you're really into. Totally. And then two weeks later, you could be like, oh, I just I don't really think about it anymore. And so you're moving on. From it's that. also like sparked like a total education and deep dive because the girls talk about so much stuff on the podcast that then like those conversations come home. Yeah. So like I've also grown. I mean, dude, I I still live in my own bubble. Yeah. But like the guests the girls have on. Yeah. All those things like they don't the conversation never ends when the show ends. Right. She like they the whole week is about digesting yeah. And expanding on what was discussed and right. all that. So like, oh, that's pretty cool. That all comes with that fame. Like there's a lot of, it's just, I, I, it sounds counterintuitive, but it's made us, I think, better people. Interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's funny how different it is for us. Um, obviously that wasn't the case for us. Yeah. You know, this all, their meteoric rise in this podcast and then, you know, um, the social media side of things or whatever, like it was so jarring because we went from, me doing my thing and her doing her thing and we were we were we were we've always been around a lot of kind of fame so like in my music i would you know i would be around a lot of well-known people and then she was a stylist for years and so she'd be around a lot of famous people so we were always around it but never a part of it so once she got a lot of that notoriety and you know a lot of public eye on it it was definitely not what it seemed in regards to there are fun things that come from it, but it's also just a lot of uh, a lot of eyeballs on everything you do. And I think that's a very if you're if you've never had it and then you have it, it's jarring, you know. So the, the, the good side of it is obviously opportunities and growth and you learn so much and you meet so many great people. And then the hard side of it is just that constant. It's always there. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, wanting to post more, wanting to, you know, keep it up, keep it going, you know, um, be entertaining you know, always having to be somewhat on, I think is, is hard um, when you're tired. You know what I mean? And so I think that that it's, it's hard when it, if we, if I would boil it down to our relationship is that you only have so much energy in the day. So I would say that like, it can be the most rewarding and very difficult at the exact same time, depending on how much energy you have that day. You know what I mean? So because we never had it before. I think it's, there's also a thing of like, Becca always wanted to be famous. Got it. But I was going to ask like for you guys, because the people who you, the fame that you around is also about having secrecy. So like musicians, Mm. actors, artists, all these people are like, there's a public sphere for Mm -hmm. who they are. Mm -hmm. And then there's who they are behind closed doors, which they really don't want people to see inside of. It's very different. Yeah. So like I mean, seeing all that, then when Jess blows up, like I'm sure, did you, did you guys have conversations? Like how much do you actually want anyone to actually <clears throat> have a perception of sure. Ember? How much do they want sure. to know about your private life, your, your personal work and all that yeah. kind of stuff? Well, I think, okay. So the difference is this, like the fame we were always around was always a, I have an image. I have a thing I do that I'm famous for, but the personal stuff is like usually kept very low. So it's kind of like keeping that stuff secret or talk, not talking about that or whatever. So for us personally, I will say that like, um, the podcast is what Jess got well known for. Mm -hmm. And now that the influencer side is there, I would say that like, she's much more of a, um, I do a thing and I'm good at that thing. And that is what I'm known for as opposed to like her. Oh, I'm just going to be nonstop posting about the way I'm thinking about something all day long. And that is, so I will say it's been more, I never have to pull her back. 
Dude, that was... It's like, I'm. if anything, it's more like, hey, you should post this. Because she doesn't... You know what I mean? Her brain doesn't come from that influencer world. So she'll be like, oh, you're right. That's, you know, or, oh, that's good. We should post that because that'd be funny or whatever. But her brain is not... Like, we joke about it all the time. We have so little pictures in general because we never take pictures of things. I oh always have to remember God. and go, oh, um, I should take pictures, pictures of this. Yeah, see, we don't even come from that world at all. So, like, I'm always going... And she's always going like, oh, shoot, we never we went on that whole vacation. We never took one picture. That's me. And so we're like, dang it, that would have been great to post or whatever. But it's funny. It's like we have the opposite problem. It's always like we should do more. <laughs> so I get so that's actually so here's the this was the hardest thing for me to adapt to is everything you just said. Becca has no problem talking about us. I had a huge problem with it in the beginning was like right because you weren't coming from this you world just, so what you're did like, you just say about us right, <laughs> right why are you telling people that sure and she's like be like because people need to hear this right. it's doing like some people need to understand there's other people like that right. out here who are navigating sure. those things who have conflict with this but it is weird for, for those people out there that don't have any connection to this world it is a very weird world especially the influencer world where it's not it's like uh, apart from the chatty broads, apart from the bachelor, apart from the sh- you know the stuff that's specific to an actual task, but just the daily posting, the daily relating to people, it is a very crazy difficult balance and in it takes a lot of work and a lot of thought and you know uh, it's it's but crazy. That's where, that's where all the growth happens too. It's like sure. if you really put it out there like completely un uncensored and unapologetic like and then you're receptive to the feedback you get. Yeah that's a lot there's real growth and like humility that's happening there and that's like sort of i mean i just got a huge slap in the face of reality from sure. that of like but that's where it's been really helpful for yeah. us it's like why do i think i'm like sure you know, why do i cherish what i what my private life is like so much of, i mean know, i whatever. think i think it goes both ways i think it's beauty in both sides right like yeah. some people um we also have to we have to be open to it I think, I think, yeah, I think it's like, what do you do whatever you want in life? So if like, if you want to be influencer or you want to do that kind of stuff, do it. And if you don't, if you're like, that's not my thing, don't do it. But I think it's one of those things too, where it's like, one is not bad and one is not good. It's just like different. And I think that you have, some people have, are bent towards it more than others, you know? I have a completely unrelated question. This is a question that's not on here. I I have two questions for you. One is, one is simpler. Becca and I got into a big argument the other night about she she makes fun of me looking for I'm always shopping for pants. Okay. And I was trying she's like every Not single shorts, p- pants, pants specifically. Every single pair of pants I look for are exactly the same kind of pant. Okay. She's like, you're always looking for this type of pant. And I was trying to explain to her, I was like, all men are looking for the one pair of pants Whoa. that they will then buy fifteen of and never buy pants again for their entire life. Wow. Do you feel the same? Couldn't disagree more. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just needed to needed to clear that one out in the open. Um, my second question, but that well, I before think, you could do, I just have one question about yeah, your specific yeah, 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 thing. Yeah. Is it a is it more of a look or is it more of a feel that you're looking for, or is it a both? Is it, it just is a perfect pan? Functionality, functionality, look and feel. Got it. So, like, I want something I can go to work in, perform, like, like do my rock climbing stuff. And have it be like casual workwear that's also nice and I can like dress it up and I can basically wear one pair of pants for any type of occasion. And then I just want that pair of pants and only that. I I just want like eight different pairs of that exact same pant, maybe in different colors, 
Um, but I'm You're always exploring like an to try old to find guy it. trapped in a very young much. man's body because that's a very, very old much. guy. That's where like I just want the golf shirt that I can wear to the wedding every day, and I can wear to work, and I can wear home, and I can wear to the range. I you don't know like I mean? it. I don't like thinking about <laughs> any of that stuff. See, you know, I I love I like clothes and fashion. So like I'm always like. I like that because it looks cool or I like that because I like the way of feeling it. But like, it's very rarely, it's never functional. What's it's funny. It's never like, oh, these have great pockets. I, I've never I do too. About I it. just want the like, I'm on the hunt for like the... The perfect? Yeah, the perfect. Yeah. The perfect Got stuff. Um, and you got to explore <laughs> a bunch of different things. So See, my, yeah, go ahead. my yeah. other question, because I don't want to get too sidetracked. Yeah, my yeah, other yeah. question has to do from the last episode, the girls just recorded okay. with that British guy. His name, Harry... Oh, the one. well, that's... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Harry. the girls started talking about sex stuff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jess's <laughs> yeah. balls on face came yeah. up again. Balls I'm not going to ask about that because it's. I, we all know it's true. Jess has talked about it before. It's not, not true. The sexual much. fantasy. Okay. Jess talked about you guys to pre- pretend to be shipwrecked on an island. Elaborate. What the <laughs> no, fuck? <okay. laughs> listen, listen. Like starving in rags and you're listen, like... <laughs> listen, There are fantasies that are more hers than mine. Okay. okay. Um, some I'm more along, uh, 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 along for the ride on. Okay. And I think we each have our own fantasies in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then some you're... So I'm a bit of like on this one, I am... We're shipwrecked, but maybe I was, you know, uh, more of a passenger who was on our way somewhere and she's more of a pirate type character. So like, I'm a little bit more just like I was trying to get to there. She was more of a pirate. So she's a lot more into this like concept of being shipwrecked and starving. And I'm a little bit more like, well, I guess we're here. Maybe we should fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So So I think think it's like, so she's like the, the, she's almost like your guard. Like you're like, she's got you in the cage. Yeah. you're her prisoner. It's Stockholm syndrome. It's you're a little bit prisoner, of this, like you're you know, to this. I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm a businessman on my way to the other island, and she's kind of this rough and tumble, you know, character who's just, you know, animalistic, sea hardened pirate, it's just an animal just with me, like, you know. And shut up and get yeah, in your cage. Yeah, I'm like, wow, I didn't, I didn't take your pants I off. I was going to meet, you know, this this fair maiden, but look at me now. I'm, I've been, I've been snatched up by this. <laughs> I, I was Walk the plank, these, like, baby. Let's pretend that we're on an island in the middle of nowhere. We have no food or water. I mean, for us, and to- we're in we're in tatters. Yeah, and yeah, like this is romantic to me. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The f- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I will say this about Jess. She's not a um. Oh, and then the, the the perfect roses and everything. I think she's a little more adventurous than that. And listen, and you know, when it comes to sexual fantasy, it usually takes three to four days to set up because we obviously have to bring in, you know, some ship parts okay. and, um, you know, we'll have to get the clothing from, we, we by the, the way, we don't, we, yeah, we don't go to Amazon. We go to like downtown LA and like get proper. Are you serious? State. Of course no. not. <laughs> we get proper staging. It's usually cost five to 10 grand to pull this off. It's a week prep. I was about to be like, yo, this is like taking on a whole new, like, like the studio that we're in. It's like, this I'm starting is, to see this a whole new This for years light. was a sex dungeon. <laughs> and I was at the bottom of the ship. This was the base. This was the base of the ship. And so, you know, it was where I was kept. I love that. <laughs> the, in the brig. I was, I was, yeah, I was in the brig. 
and I had been in the break, board, suffering from borderline scurvy. I had scurvy. Yeah, I. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. You know, I w- yeah, I would starve myself to really get into the role. <laughs> to really, yeah. So you're you're. Uh, I was emaciated. What do they call it? An act. You're a method actor. I'm a method actor. In, your, fa- in your sexual fantasies, you have to go and and uh, walk in the shoes of the person you're going to pretend to be. I need to be it. I need to see it. I need to feel it. I get this. Yeah. I get this. Okay. I I'm understand. Dedicated to the crowd. Thank you for elaborating. You're absolutely welcome. Let's go to our next question. <laughs> All right. Um, let's just go Bachelor. I have one Bachelor, bachelor. question okay. on here. If you were the Bachelor, would you have no tolerance for the villain or lean into the situation? How much do we know that the villain... Because this is always my thing. The, the Bachelor never really seems to know the right. extent. He just, he just hears something from someone and then he goes, do I believe them or not? Yes. I know my answer. Go. 100% I lean in. Here's why. Okay. If I identify a villain, so let's say I'm going and I get I get two girls to come up to me and say, hey, this this person is a nightmare. I go, great. I'm going to leave them in for like a couple weeks. Because mm-hmm. what they do is they expose everybody else. Mm-hmm. We saw in the last season. We you saw see what Victoria did. With, they saw what everyone did with her and with those situations. So you see the true colors rise. You, you, they, the villain exposes people who are hiding the wolf in sheep's clothing. So my thing is I keep them around to go, okay, how are the other women going to respond to her? And how they respond to her in the drama is how I'll see the character of someone. So I would use it to smoke everyone out. Well, that's like, it's very similar to... Like in a relationship, your relationship is easiest when everything's going smooth. You really find out who the other person is when shit hits the fan. Um, Yeah, so this is like basically they provide the shit hitting the fan. They provide. It's like the show Cheaters. Yeah. You know, it's like you set them up to cheat and see what they do. This is that version. Have you ever been a villain? See what they do. Have you ever seen Bill Murray's relationship advice? I have not. He has a thing on like if you're gonna if you're gonna marry somebody before you marry them. Um, travel to a very uncomfortable place with them. Oh, so like get very far outside your comfort zone. So like people who like you know to be pampered, and if they go on vacation, they they dream of like the five star hotel experience. Go to a country, and book like very minimal stuff. Have like a very difficult travel time, and basically put yourself into this like very high stress, uncomfortable environment, and see how well you and your partner navigate through that. And if you can come out of a week of doing that together, mm. then you should marry each other. And it's like his thing of like question about that. Self-induce a lot of a lot of stress and trauma into your relationship to do, find out if it's worth it. Do you have to have a good attitude about it? I think it's about whether or not they carry the attitude that syncs up with you. God. Like it. if you enjoy So if you're on the same if you're both bitching about it. If you're it, both just like fuck this then you're good so yeah. it's not an issue of like hey everything's a positive thing or another person's being like i hate my life it's more about being on the same wavelength yes because i was just thinking about that i was like that happened to me and jess we wouldn't be stoked on it because i'm like going what are we doing here but we'd probably both be equally annoyed so would you okay, laugh that about which is like would you find a way to laugh about the trap the tragedy of the vacation to be yes like- but in the moment be too busy about figuring out how to fly back that's fair. <laughs> like we were me and in my, the middle in midair. I'd be like, me talking and my to the captain, best be like friend, what can we do to turn this thing around? Right. But me, me and my best friend were in like, we traveled to Peru, Mexico, Peru and yeah. India together doing like a, in high school, we were doing, um, we were part of this program, but we were doing like a community service sort, sort of like, um, 
I don't know the best way to do it. We were staying in like orphanages and hospices and like building bunk beds and like repainting Hostels rooms for them. And, and like, oh, 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 it was no, like a like, service trip. Like, yeah, like when we were in India, we were in a cancer and AIDS hospice where it was like, you're just sitting here to die. Wow. And it's about like being comfortable. And we were just like, go and have conversations with these people. And like, yeah, sort yeah. of like, but then we were also studying foreign policy from these countries who do trade with the U.S. Got it. Of like, what? what is the effect of economics? Like what's the benefit for the U S what's the benefit for the other side? What's the fucking detriment? Was this a part of college? High school. This oh, was cool. my senior year of high school. Wow. That's pretty cool. We like disenrolled from our public school and we're in a part of this thing. Um, but he, <laughs> he got like food poisoning, like crazy when we were in India. Yeah. He's the kind of person where like, he'll get bit by 100 mosquitoes and I won't get touched. Mm. And they're, <laughs> There's just so which, much, which is a very different experience, right? Trying. If you got malaria and your buddy's like swinging from a rope swing into like a a, a lake, you're which, like, like very different experience. He would be like, we we would be in these just utterly miserable environments, yeah, and we would be dying laughing, yeah, through the whole thing. Like oh, that's cool. Finding like so much humor, like the outlet of hum- like humor became the outlet for the misery. Sure. Like we'll be in a movie and we're laughing at shit no one else is laughing at in the theater. Yeah. But like that, it's so like going through that made us much closer friends. Whereas oh, like right. if sure, so like sure. bring if it, it back to me and Becca's relationship, me and Becca finding out that surprise pregnancy three months into it, us going through that kind of like hardship made us feel so rock solid in our relationship. Cause I've got friends who've been together for years and years and years, but their relationship has never really been tried mm, in a way of pushed. like, it's just been easy. You've just been coasting. Like things are working out for you. That's great. Yeah. But like, have you had like serious issues? Serious <laughs> issues yeah. where you're both on a completely different side of the fence and yeah. you have to like, here we go. Sure, sure. You know? I think for me now, we're I think I've been broke long enough. Had bad Isn't that the truth. I've been bro- I had like I was broke for so long and also um, oh, I thought I meant like Jess broke you, like yeah, broke I, your spirit. I, I like had you nothing were a wild left. horse and then Jess just broke, yeah, your, right. broke no, your no, no, spirit. No, no, no. <laughs> Financially broke for so long when I was young, went on the worst vacations of all time. Uh, you know, like, you know, just to where I'm at this point now where like if I'm paying for something, I want to enjoy it and I want it to be good. Yeah. Unless I'm signing up for the, so it's like service trip. Like I backpacked through Europe broke as hell with some friends. I knew we were signing up for, I knew it was just going to be hostels and like bread for two months. You know what I mean? So it's like, if I know what I'm getting into, I can rough it and I can be happy about it. It's the, like I paid $3,000 for a vacation and it went to shit. That's when I'm like, not anymore, baby. Cause that was my childhood. It mm-hmm. was like the, we're going camping and it's like it just rains for eight days in the mud and you're just like this was a nightmare you know what i mean that was my whole like thing. thanks so a lot dad you just kind of get to this point where you're like now that i'm able to live my own life i'm like okay i want it to go right you know i think we're both like that a little bit we're both like if we're gonna spend the time and the money hawaii you better not rain on me all the time <laughs> <laughs> listen <Mr>. hawaii <laughs> okay so for my side yeah. i think if i could see the cameras in the house, I would take more of your approach. But if the girls came up to me and they started like, I I would have to admit, I'd probably be like Peter where like, if a girl started coming up to me crying and be like, this girl's bullying me or like Matt, I'd be like, we can't have that. 
Yeah. We can't, there's no room for bullies. And I'd be like giving these conversations about like, it is, you cannot bully people. I am very staunchly against those things. Yeah. I'm like, you know. Um, sure. It's, it's a tough one. Cause you're like, it is wrong to have them. Like it's bad that they're doing this. But I understand where you're coming but from. But I want to see the like. But I would be, I would be like, so first off, I wouldn't handle the tears very well. I'd be like, you gross. Why are you crying? Oh, even if, if the person is crying about the bully. Yeah, I'd be like, Got okay, it. just tell me. Just tell me that you're being bullied. Like, we don't need the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so, so because, hey, that's an interesting look into your psyche there. What about genuine crying? Oh, so this is actually... Because there's like, there's, this is actually, there's like crying, manipulative crying that's for the show. And then there's real crying, which is like, I'm not trying to put on a show here. I'm literally crying because my emotions are getting the better. Becca, will cry. Becca, Becca is a crier. Mm. And I am not a comforting person. Oh, I have to be pushed into like being. You have to realize I need to be comforting now here. Oh, I don't need to realize it. I need to be like yelled at into being like, I just need a fucking hug from you. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like this. Fine. How long will this take? Yeah. Just like, Got how it. long do you want me to stand here and hug you for? Like, that's not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bad, but it's not. Are you a cuddler? No, but I am. And I'm not like, this is where Becca will disagree is I will be on this show and I'll be like, I can't stand being around Becca. My perfect vacation is away from Becca. But then <laughs> when we're home, when we're home, I'm like, uh, it all has to be like on my situation. So like, terms. if we're on the couch and she puts her knee on me, I'm literally like, <gasps> like get away. Oh. And then she'll move her knee off and then I'll curl over. And oh, down okay. On so you're kind of uh, you're like the dictator of cuddle. A you're like bit. in my time when I'm ready. I get very like a young prince. about it. Yeah, and I'm like also like if we hold hands, my hand gets sweaty. Are you not an emotion? Like, not a heavily emotional person. Like you don't feel like the emotions un- emotions don't come rushing in and and can like well, mess no, you it's up. like there's no there's no rhyme or reason. Like there's no consistency in this. Like I'm a very reactive person. I'm very much like hard on my sleeve. Like there's i like something i do have to work on like professionally and with people is like holding back and taking a breath before i let someone like if it's if, like ruth were watching ruth get frustrated and the first thing ruth does when she's frustrated is she freaks the fuck out she can't get her shoes on and she's ah! and like throws her shoe at the door what about sad crying sad because that's emotion right that's like anger but what about sad crying? Like you watch a sad movie or, or, you know, that kind of thing. It'll have, I'll do like one tear. It'll like well up. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Like if Mufasa dies and but, Simba's like putting his paw to over him. Like, yeah, I'll be like, oh my God, that's got me. Yeah, Mufasa. But if it's like, um, I don't know. I don't know like an example, but if it's like all of a sudden it's like, it's emotional and it starts welling up tears. My instinct is not to like come over and like wrap my arms. Push it down. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? It, almost anger? A little bit, yeah. Interesting. It's bad. It's, it's, no, it's not like a, bad. It's just no, like it's that's probably how... some sort of childhood thing there, right? Like I feel like everything we can trace back to like, because I have a similar thing like where I have this thing of like, I find, it's not the crying as much, but like I do find talking about my emotions as boring. Mm-hmm. Like as I'm saying it, even though it's like what you would want or in a partner or whatever, I, I think to myself, Oh, that sounds boring. Now, I like hearing other people's emotions, but as I'm saying my emotion, I go, this is boring. They don't want to hear this. Well, so there's some sort of weird thing there. Like when I was younger or when you were younger, there was something about the crying that said like, suck it up. Don't do it. And there's something about me with me talking about my emotions. Like no one wants to hear that. It's weird how that works. I think it's for, 
for me, it's like, it's not like a tough guy facade. It's like the idea of like, I don't get the practicality in it. Oh, so it's a practical, like I'm we're wasting like, time. You have a problem and you're being frustrated by your problem and your tears, like, this is not how you resolve, like, this not is the not, solution. this is not the solution. Me comforting you is also not the solution. Mm. Like you have a thing and you know what the answer is. You just have to do it. You're just frustrated that you have to do all this stuff. Like, got it. I don't feel sorry for you. I don't like, you know, it's like, uh, no, what about if the situation warranted it? Like, is it more of a situational thing? If it's more like, oh, um, it's been hard because today I have just, I'm tired. You're like, okay, I don't feel bad for you. But if it, it does it, so is it a level of like how much, how severe the problem is, is how much you're okay with the crying? Well, it has to result. It <laughs> this has is like to, the Elon Musk breakdown. The conversation of has to go to the point of like, why are you being such an asshole? Why can't you just like, like, I'm obviously, why can't, having, you, just why can't you just fucking hug me? Got and it. then I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, you're right. I'm sorry. Right. You and then I'll come in and hug that. and then it'll, it'll soften up. And this is where it's really unfair. Cause I'll get frustrated in my stuff. Like I'll get frustrated when things aren't going my way, when the world isn't cooperating. And then I'll very rarely have the breakdown where I'm like, Becca, I just need you to like, hear me vent. I need you to tell me it's all going to be okay. Is she a fixer as well? No. Oh, so you're the fixer. We're both exactly the same. If I come in and I'm like complaining about this, she's like, I don't care about your stupid gym. <laughs> that's called don't two people who have a lot, of, lot. That's, that's, that's two people who have a lot to manage on their own and they're exhausted. Yeah. And you're like, I, I love you, but like, I don't have the time. I don't have the brain power to fix all my stuff and yours. Well, well like you were saying earlier about the energy matching. Yeah. Right. You guys have a similar energy we're, that matches that maybe other people couldn't connect with or other people would be like, that's too much for me. But like, you guys have a similar energy that works. Like 90% of us is we're exactly the same. So much. Oh, so. interesting. Her parents, when we started dating, they were like, I've never seen two, two, like such supremely um self-centered people <laughs> the together nar- the beautiful narcissist couple yes <laughs> yes basically uh um, that's so funny see me and jess are complete opposites you in guys a, in really a lot of are we have the same i think what ties us together is we hate the same things and we like the same things when it comes to like um things we like to do and interest and things like that. Like when it comes to like, um, like movies and music and art and we like to vacation the same way and all those kind of things. But the biggest thing is as people, we are so different. Well, okay. So here's the thing. When you guys agree mm-hmm. and you guys talk about why you like something. Yes. Are you guys be like, wow, that's so cool. That's a really cool reason to like that. Here's why I like it. And then you guys are both like, wow. So or are so- you like, wow, that's okay. So you like it for that here's the reason I like it. And this is why the way I like it is better than the way that you like it. Okay. So here, here's the thing. We like things for the same reasons. We hate things for the same reasons. That, that is where we really lock. So if it's like, Oh, I don't like that music or I don't like that thing or that, or the the way that person did that thing. We like it for that. We dislike it and like it for the same reasons. That's, I think why we connect so well, where we are so different is what you guys were talking about. How you said you'll stay up till 3am to get on the same page. The way that we feel about an issue or an argument are not lined up. So what we've had to do and and what has been a long growth process for us is to just respect that like you disagree with this situation that happened with us for those reasons. I don't agree with that, but I respect that you disagree with it and I want to make you happy. 
So like, I got you. And the next time that you do something that pisses me off that you don't get, you got me. So we, we've, it's a lot more that way than these, than it is to get like, and you obviously try in the beginning to go like, how do we get on the same page? But a lot of times it's just like my brain looks at that and goes, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And my brain, the other person's brain goes, nothing's wrong with that. So that it, it becomes a lot less about who's correct and becomes a lot more about like, is this worth fighting to the death over? And where we've gotten really good over the years, and this took many years, is to be like, no, like, I'm okay just realize not getting it really, but going like, I got you. Okay, cool. I know that that bothers you, so I'm going to stay away from that, or I'm not going to address it that way or act in that way, and the same goes with me. And so I think that for us has taken a lot of that pressure off of getting on the same page because we're not like you guys and that like you're so very the same that you can you see that you can get there. We're so different that we just know like no matter how many times I try to explain it, you're not going to get it. And then many times I, you explain it to me, I'm going to go, my brain just doesn't work that way. I'll never be tweaked about that, you know? So it's so just funny. We, we just, just agree. We have to, to win. Yeah, sure. We have to win. Even when we're fight, we, even when we're on the same side, I have to win. It's a winning. It's a winning thing. It's a power thing. It's who has the power. Do you so feel like, that way in life too? We could be like, wow, is it this, just a relationship? this spaghetti is so good. She'll be like, it's because of the sauce. I'll be like, it's not because of the fucking sauce. It's because of the noodles. And, and then, then we'll that's be an like, hour. boom, that's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> boom. <laughs> Send the check. Argue it. Yeah. Just, You're like, it's been two hours. No, 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 we'll no, no, take no, no. the check. No, no, no. We won't ask. Everyone around us will ask for the yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we got to get we'll out of here. It's we'll 2 a.m. We'll keep ordering. We'll keep ordering and we'll just, it will just double down. Yeah. And then we'll start ordering other things from the menu and arguing about why we each like it so much from different angles until one of us is right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Broads, I am not ashamed to admit that I am dedicated when it comes to hunting down a good deal. Like, Mm. every time I go to buy something online, which is kind of a lot more than I'd like to admit, I will spend 20 or 30 minutes hunting down a promo code because who doesn't want to save a few bucks, okay? But then, then, I discovered Honey. Broads, my life got a lot easier, okay? Honey does all the hard work, which means all I've got to do is sit back, kick my feet up, and save money. With Honey, you're never going to have to plug in this code you found on the one site and says error, and then you plug in the other one and it says oh error, and going gosh. through like dozens until you finally find Hours one that's going to save you some money. Because years later yeah no avoid that (laughs) with honey it's so simple just download honey onto your computer and when you go to check out at your favorite online store the honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons wait a few seconds boom you're gonna see the price drop right in front of you by the way this is free F-R-E-E. So it's going to save you money. You're missing out on saving money if you don't have Honey. And Honey supports over 30,000 online stores, everything from tech and gaming to fashion brands and even food delivery. And the best part, it's totally free. Like Becca said, I saved $11 on my last Best Buy order and $4 on my dinner delivery last night. It's like free money almost. Okay, so far, Honey has saved its 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. I said billion with a B. $2 billion. Wow. Wow. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings like I was saying. It's literally free and it installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and you're going to be supporting this podcast, broads. Mm. The Chatty Bros would never recommend something that we all don't use. (laughs) Correct. not the Chatty Bros, but this is their episode. (laughs) (sighs) Get Honey for free at joinedhoney.com slash chatty. That's joinhoney.com slash 
chatty. I like this war that we've started with them. Let's continue this. Yeah. And go back to listening to the chatty bros. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so this, let me, let me segue into yeah, let's real go. quick. Cause this is a question we, we called on the phone before this. This is a question yeah. I said, I didn't want to answer. And then you said we should actually, because this is something, um, what, what is your love language in your relationship with Jess? Okay. This is an interesting question because We've had this, between me and Jess and friends, I've had this conversation so many times. Um, and I always have struggle with it because people have such good answers for it. They're like, oh, uh, physical touch and closeness and um, quality time mm. or uh, gifts or whatever. And what I realize is that I don't have a specific one. Okay. I have different love languages for each person. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. I don't have this like, you, get, you cuddle me and you give me a present, I'm happy. Doesn't matter who. And I feel like I always wish I was a little more easily read that way, but it's not. It's like, I have to see how my relationship is with the person and then I'll be able to kind of figure out. So for me, with me and Jess, I would say that it is physical touch and I would pro yeah, probably physical touch. And I don't know what this is, but like the... I don't know if it's quality time, but like just talking and connecting and being like friends, you know, positive friends. I, I think I guess that would be quality time. Um, So yeah, probably quality time and physical touch is like what means the most to me with her. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really, gifts are great, but they don't really change my, my endorphin levels really. Um, What are the other ones? Physical touch. Quality time. Quality time. Gifts. Gifts. I mean, for me, like, the way I show it for Tobacco is, like, I do chores around the house. I, I, so, like, so, oh, I'll acts of service. Stuff. Acts of service. Acts that's of one. Service. Yeah. So, so that's... That's really, like, I'll show, I'll show my love for Becca. Like, I'm not a... Like, okay, so I went on earlier. Like, I'm not very comforting Got to it. her. So that's your... But I will, like, what I'll do then is, like, I'll be like, oh, Becca's sad. I'm going to make Becca a really nice snack. I'm going to go in the kitchen and bring her a snack. She may not want it, and but I'll make it. And then I'll be like, well, just, you're sad. So like, here, I just made <laughs> this like food. little charcuterie board. <laughs> that sounds and, dope. I want you know, that. like here's a nice little like a uh, smoothie or something, or like I'll make breakfast for you or like, you know, set up like make a dinner. I'll, I'll sweep the kitchen or do something like that or like do laundry. But then she's been talking to me lately about uh, this hate this slogan unhelpful help is not helpful unhelpful help is not okay so, so like not, so you, oh because it because it i see what she's saying though yes i see what there's she's a saying. sense of selfishness in it where she's going you're doing what you want for me not what i need like yes what you're doing is helpful but it's not the help i need in this I moment need you to so clean up all that shit not cook me some food act yes right and i'm like well, which is actual help do you not appreciate the food that i just made for you and she's like, well, that's not what I was asking for your help with. That's right. not what I'm, uh, that's not what this is all about right now. <laughs> I mean, you're diving into a whole nother level, which is like doing things for people for you versus for what they need. And totally. that's a whole, so that's that's, a relationship. Well, you this know? is growth that's happening with us, but that's, I show my love through acts of service. Okay. How do you receive, well, how, what, what's like the, um, like love language is like also like, how I do you be feel the most va like loved? I want to be supported. And like, one thing is like, I want to be. I used to joke around and be like, like when I had long hair, if I put my hair up in like a bun, mm -hmm. be like, oh, you kind of like a, 
Oh, you're kind of like a rugged little samurai right now. So I'd be like, compliments. Oh, sick. Like, thanks, babe. Words, words of affirmation. That's another one. Words, words of, of affirmation, affirmation are big for me. Yeah. Got it. So like, a compliment goes a long way. Compliment goes a really long way, especially coming from Becca. We'll be like, that means a lot to me. Got or it. like, you know, I did a good job on this or whatever. Because she usually has, she's very, like, she's really good with design and like, statements and all this stuff and like part of my business is like a public thing i'm not very good at it so she'll most of the time if i make a post or i design something she's got a criticism because she's also into art and all this so usually it all comes with like yeah this is good you should you could have done like you should have had done this so if you get a compliment you know it's legit because legit. you know it's not yeah she's not just making you feel good just for you no and so that's also i don't appreciate empty compliments mm. i love a real compliment then I'm like, sure. wow, thank you. And I also need to respect the person that it's coming from. So I, I really love that in this. I also like acts of reciprocation. So like for me, if I make the dinner, I want her to then be like, oh, you made dinner and I noticed that. Yeah. I'll take care of this for like, I'll take care of the dishes afterwards or like, I'll, I'll put the kids down. You can like read your book or watch TV or something. Got it. Okay. Those are things where it's like noticing those things are things okay. I like to see. So your just a quick i like to do like a quick opposite a little wrap up yeah. a little quick opposite which is a, you said you hate cuddling mm -hmm. so that's kind of so physical touch would be a tough one for you like if someone's like i that's like if if your partner said my biggest um my biggest uh love language is physical touch and closeness that'd be a hard one for you it'd be hard but the thing is like one that would be good for me is i want to know that they are attracted to me got it so it's like i don't want you to like come up and be like all over me but if you were to like come up and whisper in my ear something sexy then i'd be like fuck yeah sure or like send me a text or something then i'm like i i know it's like just the knowledge of knowing that's where you're at that's enough for me i don't need the like physical no i know you don't need it i'm no. saying if the other person needs it that's hard for oh, you the extremely that's what i'm hard, getting at is extremely like... hard for me to cross that line so, so, so then if your partner is more like saying, I need that from you, that's going to be like a big, a big sacrifice to you to be able Huge, to do enormous. that. Enormous. Possible deal breaker. Um, depending on what's on the line. It's like a thing where it would be coming from an inauthentic place for me. But that, that, that's okay. That's okay. I well, think I'm that's learning that thing that's to, okay. Yeah. I'm learning that that's, that's a part okay. of a for relationship. Me, I'm just like, you know that I don't like to do that. So if I do that, then I'm lying. I'm a lie. I'm yeah. lying to you. You want me to lie to you all the time? It's yeah. like, when that's just me being a little like ba basically adolescent about it when I'm like, nah! I think for me, the it hardest. It literally makes me like, I'm physically like the thought of that right now. My hands are like, my shoulders You're are going getting, in. My traps are flaring up. My, my wow. I'm like clawing here. If you can see me on the camera, I'm like, like goleming about i'm literally pushing myself into the corner of the couch thinking about crossing that barrier dude i love it because it's also I'm like me, lay on top of I'm me all day we're chilling i'm relinquishing the power in that oh dude i am no power in that way becca though. will get anxiety and she'll be like lie down on top of me and i'll be like oh my god it's like the thought of if i was under her lying on top of me <laughs> oh just claustrophobia <laughs> yeah I dude would it's so out. funny yeah like i'm i i I've, I'm it's funny how like, like, like I love it I'm dude I'm like if let's say <clears throat> you're my partner and we're watching a movie I would hope that you'd be like fully leaning on me and I would have my arm around you like I love it if it you comforts my, me if you were my partner and you scooted up close to me I'd be like <laughs> <laughs> 
But then if I did that, then I would scoot. Then I yeah, would scoot yeah, yeah. Over now to it's you. like now I've settled. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, my my hard one would be the same thing that I like, which is I like quality time, not amount of time. Mm. And a lot of people. So my thing is like I'd rather do an hour of like a great conversation and a little bit of food, and then just be like in it and then done. Some people love the just like I've been in a room with you for four hours, and I get up to go to you. Where are you going? That is like monstrous anxiety for me if someone goes where are you going yeah that is what do you mean where am i going like i've been in here for three hours like that like the kind of like i need you around all the time thing that's a tough one for me if someone's just like i need you constantly around is like uh, that would be my biggest rough rough that is from from me is intentionality so like when you're talking about intentional time yeah that's a big conversation we have is like intentional time together sure not default time together. not just we're like we happen to be in the same house that doesn't mean we spent time roommates, together. not roommate time sure like intentional couple time yes i see you and i love you time um let's see uh so i skipped oh. past parenting we, well these are just random we can just talk mm-hmm. through these i want to bring this up because and we don't have to answer it and we could just shut it down but um becca i know has talked about this and it just interests me because me and Jess have now talked about I'm it. Nervous. Open relationships. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have we get, we get to cut this from the episode if we want. But I know that there's been multiple conversations with the with the broads. I know there's been <laughs> I know there's been multiple conversations with you guys. I know me and Jess have had the conversations because of the chatty. Um, yeah. um, like, how do you feel about that whole thing? Uh, you don't, have, don't answer for you don't have to answer for Becca. You can just you tell know how you no, feel. So this goes into there was another there was another question on here that was like you have I have described myself as being more classical yeah. in terms of like a re- like understanding of a relationship, yeah. which is like to me it's it's at odds with sense of like I believe in like fucking do drugs, get high, sure, 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 party, sure, sure. like you know do this stuff. I am. F- far less open to the concept of polyg- like a multi-partner open Polyamory. sexual thing. Yeah, I am like, no! Like, I chose you, you chose me. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna together, We're baby. gonna fucking white knuckle through this together, you know, into the grave. Like, we're gonna fly this, if in this, this plane's crashing, so no one's getting up from their seat. You feel that way about divorce? Yeah. Like, you it would be very hard for you to get divorced. No matter. Absolutely, like the relationship be extremely would, difficult. You would be totally okay with sticking in a brutal relationship because of not giving up. Is that what it for is? For my own selfish reasons, it would be like inadequacy as a partner. Of like, I can just never. I don't want to feel that. like I'm fail. Like I failed. Yeah, and I don't want her to want to have sex with other people because I'm failing to please her on my own. Got it. Like I should be. Yeah, yeah. Which which is a real interesting look into the psyche of sexual Where relationships. It's like, dude, I literally have a girlfriend. I have a partner like that. You know, I mean, we've talked about like all these people are like, why don't you marry Becca? It's like, I fuck you. <laughs> like, do not put that on our. I just like, called you yesterday. Ask you why. Why you still haven't done it? <laughs> I hate that. Qu- I'm like, dude. Literally, if like, it has not. Uh, we. I mean, we have so much together. The thought of marriage for the sake of being married is like, I don't know. Her parents also like. There's so much pressure from us of like we're not allowed to sleep in the same bedroom at her parents house okay i heard this we don't dude we this don't sleep in the same room blew my mind when i heard yeah this. we have I was two like, kids Wait a together second. we live together you, like, each take a kid and sleep in separate beds like at this point like yeah at this point it's like what 
is the goal of this because like because for her parents it comes down to religious like connotations of like sanctity of marriage and um we are not allowed to slit the marriage but the, the sanctity the, has been blown to shreds bed, according it to it doesn't your... matter <laughs> i mean it's been it's there are rules ex- when you walk in <laughs> there are rules you abide by in the martinez household and one of those is you do not get to have sex in their house or sleep in the same bed if you are not married but if wow. you are if you are then it is um, basically like if you are doing it within those things, her mom has some term for it where it was like, it's like you're, you're worshiping the Lord in this way. Like oh, the, when like, you, when when you, you have, have sex have with your partner, you're marital, worshiping God. When you have marital sex, it's like you're doing it by the way, like it's pleasing to God. So God you watches are pleasuring you? each other through marriage, through your, through your marital bond. Oh, and wow. so that's like, you know, you have, if me and Becca were to, to be married, all good. Full you blown just, fuck fest in her parents' You could basically house. hang a hang a hang a swing, bondage, rip it to shreds, baby. Be as loud as we want. God loves we're it. We're just serving. God, so we're just serving the Lord. <laughs> I don't know what that's so funny to me. It's hilarious okay. to me too. I well, do, it makes and then me I laugh to Becca. think that you're like she's nursing in the room, and I, you're like with Ruth, and you guys can't cross over. So that just makes me I laugh tease, so hard. I tease Becca about her parents serving servicing the Lord together. Oh, like they're they're probably like, servicing oh, the like Lord. I'll just tease your mom, be like, "Oh, your parents are sleeping, and like they must just be worshiping the shit out of the <laughs> Lord right now." <laughs> she hates that. <laughs> oh, oh my god! That one. But yeah, okay. no. So they're like, they come visit our house. It's our house, our rules. But when we're in their house, their house, their rules. So like when people are like, "Why don't you just put a ring on it?" Like da da da. And also, like, worry it, about your own relationship. It makes you angry. A very defensive and angry. Like probably shouldn't go. That's my thought of like. Do not tell me that I should marry her to conform to like this public concept of like where our relationship is supposed to be that because we have kids together, we're supposed to be married right now. The largest reason I would, we would get married is for taxes. But if we're going to get married, like I, we love each other so much, but like we don't need to prove our love to each other through marriage at this point. We're Mm. so solid. If we do, it's going to be because it's fun. And right now, honestly, like with the COVID landscape, not being able to have like a Gatsby style wedding celebration where we get to be like airdropped from the like, you know, from outer space. So that's that's the plan. Though, like, is do some crazy wedding over the top, like absurd celebration of a wedding of like we made it. It's funny. We, made, it's funny and we want to have fun. We want it to be like this huge. And then we also want to have the like culty hippie style i was gonna say we want to have multiple weddings okay i was gonna say because you guys hit me as very like hippie and you don't hit me as someone who wants like all the no so we're about balance in life we're about balance in life like i'm about like we are definitely about the five star like drive me around town in a limousine kind of life and then also like you need to be connected to like the spiritual world and like the earth and like be barefoot and like get dirt under your fingers and like so we want to actually so just so people know <laughs> we're so excited about our future wedding me and becca are going to get married eventually yeah right dude prove it <laughs> prove um, it but we want to and we want to do it multiple times and so but like the okay our, then you gotta be better than everybody else Okay. 100%. What, what's it's the a, deal, man? Can't you just, it's a competition can't you just get married now world. like normal people? Why do you have to no. not do it when I want you to do because it? Because it's COVID. And, but I want you to do it now. So I don't do want to get married now. I want to get married when I can invite the entire world. <laughs> yeah. I want to invite all of Los Angeles. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do it when you want me to do it. And then right when you don't want me to do it, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it in like, the most obnoxious way possible. I want like a hundred person <laughs> band with horns. And I want like 
Luke Skywalker's like medal celebration where I want like the I want the military there to just be like hundred gun salute as we I like walk through there fireworks bagpipes I want, I want to every throw, I want nation to throw the represented first pitch. I want to throw the first pitch at Dodger Stadium like oh, that's, that's how that's how it's got to be I love it um uh are blue balls real yeah 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 I don't think like not for me I've never had them you've never had them I, w- I would have for, I remember being like 16 17 years old make out with the girl not go anymore and my fr- i'd be no problem at all and my friend would be like dude i can't even sit down like need to go whack it right like, now or, or or like i'm too like i've had friends that had it so bad they can't even touch themselves because it's like it hurts so bad and i'm so, going going like i've never even sensed this at all i think it's different for other people so like i had a friend the first time i even thought i thought blue balls were like a myth and then when we were on a boy scout camping trip my friend it was like a week long, God, what do they call the Boy Scout get togethers? Where it's not just your troop, it's the troop, all the troops come together. Oh, the nation of the troops. It's a hilarious name. It's a murder of troops. People need, <laughs> <laughs> it's even better. It, um, but it's so funny sounding. But anyway, all these different Boy Scout troops, we were troop two, by the way. We were fucking hardcore. Um, they would all come together and it would, a jamboree. That's what it was called. The Boy Scout Jamboree. I mean, yeah, that's the worst version. Ever. Like, it was, that's the worst name you could have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing you less have, like, intimidating than a jamboree. competitions and like, yeah. you know, first aid competitions. You build a, like, you build a uh, who little, knows how little... to deal with the sucking chest wound the best. And like Whoa. all this. Dude, yeah, you learn some badass okay. shit in all Boy right. Scouts. Um, Nerd. But anyway, my friend was, so we were there. It was like, you know, this was like a 10 day thing. Yeah. The dude hadn't masturbated while we were there. We were 13 years old. Okay. 13, but 13 year old boys got to go masturbate. It's. He was talking to our Boy Scout leader and he's like, dude, my fucking balls. Like, it's painful. He couldn't get out of his sleeping bag. And they literally were like crying, laughing. They're like, Ilan, you need to go into the bathrooms and you got to go jack off. Like you have. You have crippling blue balls. Wow. And that like spread through our Boy Scout troop. It was like so funny that this was happening to him. And then like for me, what'll happen is if I get turned on and then I don't have the outlet, yeah, I'm immediately uncomfortable and I have to go, I have to go take care of it. Uncomfortable. Like as in your, your balls have Think a about problem? needing to smoke a cigarette. But that's just a preference. That's not no, a physical no, 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 no. pain. You've never had like the like... No, for me, it's the mental, like, it's like spiders under my skin. So it's not physical pain. It's more of a no. A I don't get the physical bl- frustration. But I've literally seen, like, he was in pain. He was in pain. Like, couldn't get out of bed. No, I didn't what, know that's, what was This is what we're talking it. about. Blue balls is like a yeah. physical thing, not an emotional. I'm oh, talking no, no, no. about the physical problem I don't think it's have. universal whatsoever. No, I think it's it. incredibly people rare. But some people have. I remember my buddy masturbating downstairs, 15 years old. He said... He was masturbating and then his mom was like, he could hear her like walking and like opening the door. So he like threw the blanket over himself. Then his mm-hmm. mom's like, oh, are you coming to whatever? And he's like, yeah, okay, cool, cool, he's cool. He's like, yeah, I am coming yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> that was a weird word. He was, he's like, are you, are you, you going to go to football later? Whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, And he walks out and he's like, then all of a sudden I was hit with it. And he's like, dude, you could have gone like on him and i would have cried like and it took an hour and i had to just sit there and wait until it went away and i remember listening to the story and being like i have no relation to what you're even talking about some guys it's very real but they should not use that as a, as an incentive to pressure a girl into servicing yes that, that, well, that obviously condition. that's super wrong they need to go take care of it themselves or go sit quietly in a dark room like as if they have a migraine <laughs> and take go. care of it um okay 
thoughts on long distance relationships? So I mixed mixed thoughts. I was I was sort of in one in college where like the girl that I was dating or my freshman year went to another school and we stayed connected through the long distance thing, planned trips together, whatever. We allowed each other to like hook up with other people, but we set parameters that were like So you were in an open relationship? I was in an open relationship due to being in college. Due to being in like in this thing of like we both we were both very like physically oriented people. And it was like, I don't want to end things with you, but I don't want to not have sex my entire sophomore year of college because you're in another school. So we did the like, we planned trips every break to visit each other, the whole deal. What ended up happening for us was that the person over the phone became very different than the person in in front of me. Mm. And you grew in two different dimensions. Dude, we're still like wildly close over like we still talk a lot so the phone connection became the phone stronger connection than the between us is so rock solid like we are she's still one of my best and closest friends that i never ever physically hang out with mm. but if something's going on in our in our personal life if something's happening if we want advice if we want to talk through stuff together one of the first people each of us call got it um but we don't like we don't hang out we hang yeah. out when like someone from out of town, like a friend, she lives in LA and we never hang out where we talk all the time. Yeah. Got it. And that's like, for us, that did, that relationship was much better. So I have like a mixed thing of like, we actually grew much closer through our phys- through our long distance relationship, but it completely destroyed the short distance uh, right next to your relationship. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the side, I'll take the angle more on, um, you know, people talking about like, can it last? And, you know, can it, can, can those things, my whole thing is like, <clears throat> anytime someone says, and this is the generalization, but anytime someone says like just a long distance thing, I don't think it'll work for us. They don't like you that much. No. You know, like, cause people will do anything for love <laughs> or, you know what I mean? If you really like someone, you'll figure it out. You know what I mean? You'll figure it out. And so I think that anytime someone gives you the like, sorry, it's just too far. I just don't think it's going to work. Cause we're just too far. There's just not enough connection there to make that person go. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So it's like, it's a little more chill for them. It's a little more like, you know, we have fun together, but it's not a big deal. I just think that like, if you're madly in love with someone, you'll be like, okay, cool. Let me just figure it out. We gotta, we gotta figure this out. So to borrow a bachelor term, you think you have to choose this person every day? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of choosing people every day because I think relationships are work. I mean, the second you set it, try to set it and forget it. The second you just start losing all... It's Becca's dad said it to me when I, so I've asked Becca's dad if I could propose to Becca and he, we talked about why. Um, and he was like, he gives such good advice. Um, but he was like, you know, marriage is very difficult. He's like, you have to, he said the same thing. He's like, you have to choose to want to love this person every day because there will be weeks, months, and even potentially years of your relationship where you don't want to, where mm. it's not coming easy. Yeah. And you have to actively choose to make it work, to mm. choose to love this person. Not because like, I think people have like one thing, like me and Becca's relationship is exposed. It's like, we didn't, we weren't like love at first sight kind of like thing. It was sure. like, we've chosen to find, to find the love and, and make yeah. it and hold on you to it. You didn't have the natural, normal here. growth. No. 
which is what like sure some other people's relationship will start off like that but they're going to to make it through the long run you're gonna have to do what we're doing which is like you gotta want to love this person you gotta want to like to work through the yucky parts of those days with them or those weeks or those months where they need space or they're just unhappy with you or the sound of you chewing infuriates them <laughs> yeah, so right. you literally can't eat next to this person sure. and then you know you have to like whatever but I love that saying from the show. It's like, it's so cliche, but it's so fucking real of like your long distance relationship will work if you choose to make it work yeah. every single day. And when it's not working the way that you want it to, you're going to have to choose to deal with it. Otherwise, like if you want to, you know, that's to me, that's the answer there. It's like, I yeah. believe it can. It's just whether or not the two people both want it to. You're going to have to be, to make a long distance relationship work, you have to be extra selfless. Yeah. Because you're going to have to be able to meet that person where they're at when you're not there, right? Like someone crying on the phone is one of the hardest things for me, at least. Like crying in person, it's a lot easier for me to like connect with that person and see what's going on. But someone crying on the phone and me trying to console them and talk with them is so much harder to Do me. you just put the microphone, the mute button on? But you know what I'm like saying? There's this, this level of like, it's so much harder because you're not there to like hug Go them, to, to tell them. Go back to playing Call of Duty. <laughs> but like, it's just, yeah, it's like, well, just way more selfless, mute. you know? Which dovetails into this. Do you believe in soulmates? do you no i i don't believe in soulmates in in that you meet someone and they're your soulmate i believe that soulmate it's a little bit more of the choose every day i believe that you can like create soulmates mm -hmm. to where i do believe that it I, I, okay i don't believe it in a cosmic way i believe it in a growth way that mm -hmm. like you can work hard on your relationship and connect for long enough to where you can literally connect at a level to where like if you believe in souls or not, let's just call it a soul. Your soul is like vibrating with the other person to where you're like, oh, I don't think you can get closer than this. That feeling. You know what I mean? So I think that like through, I don't think it's like, oh, you're my soulmate because I met you. I think a combination of having the right puzzle pieces fit personality wise mixed with tons of work can create like, we talked about this, but we talked, me and Jess talk about this all the time. I believe that we've worked soulmate level, even to the point where I go, we could get divorced and she could still be my soulmate. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. there's this level of like, we've gone places that I just know for a fact that like, I don't think I'll ever get with anybody else. Like we could get divorced tomorrow, remarry, be madly in love with our partners. But, but I would probably go and go like, that's my soulmate. Well, see, you know what I mean? Because I've been to that. I've been to the, the levels that I, there's not enough time almost left on in my life to get there with that person. That's what takes you know what me I mean? back to this thing on like the open relationship thing is like, even like some people would be like, I'm dating, I'm with someone who's like, you could have sex with other women if you wanted to. And that's like a lot of people be like, Oh my God, that's the coolest fucking thing ever. It's the most down ass girl. Right. Be like, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I just want to have sex with you, babe. <laughs> Come here. I just want to only have sex with you. Baby. I just want you to only want to have sex with me. Mm. Bebe, Beba, Beba, Baba. I got so many DMs. Just I, I, at first, I saw one DM and it just said "Daddy," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then I, I then I, like I could see the rest of them and it said "Dada." Daddy. And I was like, ah, oh. like I was getting all these DMs and people just going "Daddy, da 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 da." I have DMs that are saying, "I'm drinking milkies." <laughs> Dude, Ember's so full of those things, it's unbelievable. 
Yeah, I was getting all these da dee da 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 dee da 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 dee. It's so funny, dude. It made me laugh every time I read one. You know, Ruth's thing that she says that kills me is um, she can't say kitty cat, titty tat. And we've like, there's a neighborhood cat that always comes out. It's a block away from our house. Ruth walks Franklin Street. She insists on pushing Franklin Street. Sure, of course. It's adorable. She pushes Big it up. Sis. And there's this old cat on this porch. And it comes up to Ruth and like, let's Ruth do it. Like, just chill with this cat. And so he was like, Ruth, what's the cat's name? And she's like, uh, Titty Tat. And he's like, any cat walks by, hi, Titty. Hi, Titty. Hi, Titty. And then she'll get, I'll be like, okay, we're going to say say bye to the cat. She'll scream it. Bye, Titty. Right. Bye, Titty Tat. And just like get in. It's like the craziest. She says other words. Yeah, Titty Tat. Always. Ooh, Titty. Ooh. Yeah, sees a cat. Oh, kitty cat. Oh, look at that one. (laughs) That's my favorite. She just becomes like an old man. Literally. like I love that. Cheese. Like she's she's going, ooh. Yeah. She's going, damn. Damn, look at that kitty cat. Cheese. (laughs) I know that's going to taste good. I know that's going to cause acid reflux. I'm going to barf all over my dad later. Ember also, like, we find out Ember started talking, like, full sentences at one years old. Yeah, she she was crazy. That's frightening to me. Well, it was weird because... So listen, let's, let's, this will, let's get into yeah, this let's next go, question. Go, go, go. This is into, um, parenting mm. and, um, parent, like what's your philosophy on parenting? <clears throat> I'll kick it off with just this. Ember, when you're, when you're a kid, you have two levels. Okay. Physical ability, mm-hmm. mental capacity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ember was talking in full sentences before anyone of similar kid was like like to the point where she'd just be like i'm feeling like and just like talking like a 25 year old person while the other kids just going like duh dog but that kid's doing backflips off the monkey bar and ember's tripping over her own feet <laughs> okay and to this day <laughs> very little has changed but her dancing is so great no it's not it's cute <laughs> And so her personality and her and her bizarrely ahead of her time, like attitude and personality is so advanced. But if you were to actually watch the physical aspect of the dance, I'm telling you, bro, like she's so not athletic. It's (laughs) unreal. It's unbelievable. what, What month is it? It's April, May, June. Frank's almost 10 months old. And Ember was talking at one, right? Full on. I'm on the phone with Becca on my way here, and I hear Frankie goes, "Oh, right, right." <laughs> Literally, like this fool is not going to be talking. Right, in two it's going to be a minute. He's not even going to have a word out for a little bit. But your he, kids are hanging. We're trying to get they're him like to just babies, be like, and they're hanging from like shit. Oh yeah, Ruth could dead hang. She's doing backflips off me, like she's crawling up doing like she gets in the park, and parents are like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, like, "She's no, fine." She's, one dad, I literally, she was hanging off um, the big play structure and there was like some kind of like fireman swing. And Ruth was go, leaning way out. She's two, so she's tiny. Leaning out over the precipice. She's a baby. I mean, that's like four feet high. Leaning out over it, grabbing the bar and then just letting her feet drop and swing out <laughs> and then catch it back in. Wow. And I'm just sitting there like 20 feet away, like whatever. And this dad walked up and he was like, monitoring her and i was like hey i was like 
you know, it wasn't like the like, don't touch my kid. It was the like, she's dude, you can chill out. She's fine. Also, this comes in my parenting philosophy. If she falls, she fucking falls, dude. Like right. she's going to bounce. She's made of bubble gum and like learn something, Ruth. Like maybe just like chill out a little, a little bit too over high here. Next time, I don't yeah. believe in censoring her from like, because I'm also like, I want her to be athletic. I want her to have confidence in these things. Sure. And part of me and the confidence is that is like her reaction to falling down is completely geared from ours. So yeah. I see it in coaching kids all the time from climbing of like, there's kids who are unafraid. Yeah, if you freak out. Yeah, there are kids who are unafraid to do dynamic moves at like seven years old, 12 feet off the ground. Which a dynamic move is all points of contact leave the wall. So, and you do relative, like for me to do it, I'm twice my body height up there. For some of like a seven-year-old kid, they're like three times their body height. It'd be like us falling from 20 feet. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Or she is just like dino, just jump to the next hold. No issue. And if they fall, the shock of falling usually dictates the emotional response. And if you as a parent were like, dude, that was awesome what you did there, then they're like, yeah, I'm a badass. That was righteous. Like, I'm going to do it again. If you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, are you okay? They're suddenly just terrified, terrified to do those things because now you've implemented the sense of consequences. And this is, you know, every parent will have their own boundaries with it. Me and Becca are like, fall down. No, Ember, Ember is stealing money from us what and buying and trading things on With, the playground what the f while needing help walking upstairs i didn't like, steal money from my parents so i started doing till i started smoking pot no, ember is trading at school what the she's full-blown created a network at school she was told we, we just found out about she's it she's four she's five years old she's five she steals money so she'll like we'll, we'll leave out change on the counter it is in that we find it in her bag then later on we find out that she's been trading other kids for toys. So she'll like, all of a sudden we'll open her bag and there's like three new toys. And we're like, where did you get this? She's like, oh, well, um, I had money. So I traded these two kids for the dolls. Like she's creating networks. And, she and then asking value me. value of like and what's ask, worth a trade And up? asking me, what is God? And at the same time, walking up a set of stairs might fall on her face. Oh my God. Like the, the disparity, like the, I've been trying to teach her how to ride a bike, dude. It's, all hope is lost. See, Ruth, like, Ruth, she'll never ride a bike. She'll never swim. It's like, it, I don't know what to do. Ruth will literally <laughs> stand like she'll, we'll be like pretending I'm a horse and then she'll stand up on my shoulders and I'll be walking and Ruth will be standing there with her arms out like a circus thing that she like, she'll literally, so we show her horse videos like Cirque du Soleil horse stuff. Yeah. She'll be recreating that immediately. Wow. See, see ballet dancer and be like, this is how I'm dancing from now on. She's wildly coordinated. We've had the competition. We've had conversations with other parents on that. If I show Ruth a slew of colors, I go, Ruth, what color is that? She goes, apple. That's an apple color. Be like, Ruth, what color is this? Pink. What's this one? Pink, 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 pink. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. she was, I thought she was colorblind. <laughs> right. And then someone was like, no, it's literally like pink is literally the only color that she's even like, like understand. Like when you ask her what the color is, all colors are pink. Right. She's right. not colorblind. <laughs> And so it was like, oh, I love that. She's just, and, but she's not dumb. It's just like, it's just growth at certain times. I mean, it, all the kids level out at some point, but it is funny how like athletically, like, so for me, I was a very athletic kid, played mm -hmm. sports. I was a lifeguard Same. at 13. Was, like I was super athletic as a kid. I played five sports. I traveled all the world, all around the world playing sports. Like that was my thing. So when I have this daughter that can't ride a scooter at five, it's hilarious. And and it's funny too, because you, you can't even pressure her to do it. You like, you couldn't be like, 
look at all your friends. They're doing it. Don't you want to do it? And she'll be like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, damn it. Like, you how do I though? get you interested? <laughs> you know what though? Just like love physical skill. Talent will only take you so far. Hard work <laughs> that is, is really what wins. Hard work and defense wins championships. And what I find now is it's more my hard work because yeah. I have to practice patience and be like, why aren't you not getting this? It's so Dude, easy. As a coach, though, the kids I have the least patience with are the talented kids. Sure. The kids I have the most patience and like root for the most are the kids who suffer through it all. Just keep going. Who just suck. Like they suck so bad. But their work ethic is way better because they want it. Right. And then that, when they actually hit this performance thing, carries them so much farther. Sure. Like Michael Jordan sucked at basketball. He didn't make his team. But teams. he pushed. Yeah. He has like, it's like this mythological story. Mm -hmm. He pushed through the adversity. Like he was a lot, he was told he could be the towel boy. Right. Right. And that, that was enough for him to push through and be like, yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. Then true life story, Space Jam happened he saved the universe the through universe. basketball but he was told to be the towel boy when he was like trying out for his high school team yeah. like that is that work ethic is what i mean that's what they talk about the greats like the work ethic the un what it's the relationship dude the most successful relationship are going to be the people who decide to put the hard work in and choose it every single day i think it's going to be hard for ember i think ember has natural raw talent when it comes to personality and and socially and so she's going to struggle with like the hard work because she's not having to grind that hard. No, she's going to have to network, dude. Amber would be a good physically. Agent. Physically, she's also kind of just not seeing the value in it. She'd be. She's kind of like, okay, so you ride around in a circle on a scooter. What does that do for me? She could see the value in people, though. I see Amber being time. like a Hollywood agent. She's big people person. Or like a she's sports not a physical... agent, just like trading people, being like, nah, 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 nah. like, no, they're not worth $4 million a year. I got a $6 million athlete for you. You're going to sign him for two and you're going to love me for it. It's and probably... in exchange, this is what you're going to give me. Right, right, right. And she's going to be she, like, and, like and, and then she three... trips down the stairs in the office. She's, she's like, like, are you okay? I've got three dimes and a nickel right here and you've got three stuffed animals that I want right now. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with those animals? How much value do they have to you? Yeah. None. You know how much value this dime has? It's a dime. You don't buddy. even recognize it yet, but your this parents is money. Yeah, this is real this is currency. Money. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm so kind. <laughs> she's gonna, gonna do this give deal. You this money. She's gonna build a network, and as she's exiting the meeting, be like, "Nice meeting you all." Trip on her face and fall, <laughs> and then break her nose. And they're like, "Well, nothing. That's no, fine. Fine." Uh, more kids. I don't want more kids. I'm so sleep deprived right now, dude. I like got far out for like four hours of sleep the last three nights in a row. I have a pounding headache. I've been getting migraines at like three in the afternoon. I'm so not about <laughs> continuing this. I'm so sick of diapers. I'm so sick of like, when like, you think about people that have just kept like, like my sister has like 10 under 10. They're or, sorry, she has five under like eight or whatever. Like, I think your sister should be like mentally evaluated <laughs> and put on medication. I think she'd probably agree with you, but yeah, like, I've only have one, so I don't know what that next level is. I've heard it's gnarly. I don't want to do. I don't even want to find out what I'm into. No, though, I mean going from one to two. I've heard is gnarly, which you've done. Do I look like I'm having a blast? <laughs> and, then add, and then just keep the pregnancies and the kids I thing going. Don't know. So you're just kind of like we'd have to take a break for a while if we wanted to do another. I don't want to do an. I like. Got it. I love my kids. <laughs> I don't even the, the idea of like if we were gonna do another, do it now. But like literally, like I would have. You'd have to drag me through. Like you'd have to drag my body over live coals to like get me to do this right now. If we were to do it later in life, like just. I don't want to say what I was gonna say, but I would, is there a disagreement there? You know what? We want to foster. 
Oh, okay. So like, I, I, I don't want to speak for her on this cause she'll end up correcting me. I, I definitely don't want more kids. Um, but we are into the idea of like fostering kids. Yeah. Um, in like a couple years when things mellow out for us. Um, like when I get stability in my business, like I, kids I, I still a little have to older bring too, this thing less, back from COVID. Less, less high maintenance yeah. with the kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then be like, you know, um, we really want to have more kids, but then we also have this conflict. And this is not to like, this is not talking about people who have big families at all, but sure. Becca and I are talking about like imprints and like we're in a position to affect people. And it's, I don't want to. You mean, wanna, you I, mean uh, it's not even to come fame from this. or social we, media or whatever? No, no, no. But we just, we want, <clears throat> I don't know the best way to put it, but it's like, we don't want to do this like self aggrandizing, like pat ourselves on the back, sure. humanitarian, like shelter some kid for a temporary time. But we're just like, there are people who are in less fortunate positions than we are. And we both have a really big heart. Becca has a massive heart. Becca would love to be in a position of it's like, say, you know, the foster system is completely fucked for the most part. Mm-hmm we would love to be a positive thing inside of that. We would love to be able to be like your parents are having your parents are in a difficult position right now. If you go in like the, the, I I don't even know. It's like, I I don't know enough to even speak on it, but like we are both very, we're going to do this of like, yeah, we'll, we'll provide temporary housing for you. You can come in, like we'll take care of you and like, we'll, you know, and like, we'll always be there. For me, that's like, if I were to have more of my own kids, obviously if I have my own kids, I'll love them. But like, right. I'm more into like, I would like to do the fostering route. Yeah, That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's one of those things where it's like, where I struggle is like, I know it's, it's the struggle between being what's right for you and your partner to be good parents and, and be healthy people. Versus like what might be the ideal situation for your kid when it comes to like, okay, so let me put it this way. I think being an only child, some people thrive and some people don't like it at all and hate it, right? I was not an only child. Jess was an only child. She kind of thrives. Mm -hmm. You know, like she has an adopted sister, but it was like she was already like in her mid-teens. You know what I mean? So it was like she had kind of gone through the whole childhood thing being an only child she thrives in that she likes her space she's very um chill in that way she likes to kind of have thoughts and, and be, have privacy in her own vibe to kind of be you know what i mean and i grew up in much more of that kind of open household and so when i think of ember i go oh man because she has a lot of cousins and so i think about like oh man she'd probably really love to have like a bunch of kids to run around with kind of a rat pack just like running around causing like chaos and she'd probably kind of really do well in that but then i think about like me and jess and go could we handle that? Would we become miserable because we don't have the capacity to maybe handle a big family like that? Or because of the way our personalities are, would we then decline for that purpose? You know? So we struggle with that. Cause it's like, I think sometimes I go, oh, I want to have a couple more to give that to Ember. But then I also go, would it be the end of me? And uh, it would be the end of us because we couldn't hang, you know? So that's kind of a struggle for us where I, we go back and forth a lot. It's just like, okay, maybe if I was like massively independently wealthy, had no job, didn't have to work. She didn't have to work. And, and, and you were just able to kind of be around maybe, but it's like with the work, having one is so hard. So it's just like the thought of having multiple, I think you have to be, have a knack for it. And, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? And and yeah, that's as, that's as much as I'll say because I just fair. feel like I just feel like so a lot of people make those decisions prematurely and have a bunch of kids and it and it's really hard for them. And then some people have the kids and it's just thrive. So it's like knowing yourself. I think. Well, and this is where like I think again that this theme of our show today of choosing things is like you have to choose your kids too like sure oh big time yeah, yeah i've yeah. got hardly i have absolutely no patience for like i complain about my kids but i love the shit about them. i love my kids so sure. much i love being a dad it's usually like a like a pretty big joke if i'm like oh my god i hate being tired though i'm not gonna lie about that but like if you have a big ass family like fucking deal with it right you put yourself there go yeah you know you made your choices yeah Maybe you didn't. I don't know. That might be unfair. <laughs> I certainly didn't. Right. <laughs> she made my bed. Now I'll sleep with it. <laughs> That's why when you were like, I like I'm broke. Like I've been broke. I was like, oh yeah, dude, definitely. I was like, I've been. I am broken too. <laughs> That's like, like when someone's saying something about mm, something different, but you're connecting Evan. with it on a totally different angle. <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm oh, like when so they good. when the woman in your life has just clipped your balls and <laughs> broken broken the stallion you once were, like spirit and spirit the like the stallion of the Cimarron. They're oh, trying to break him, and he's like the unbreakable horse. I'm like that was you. I wish I could yeah, relate to you, once. spirit. I'm, my ass is fucking hobbled. <laughs> you are broken. <laughs> As we should be. We should be broken. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I thought it was a good one. I, I, the kid thing is wild. It is wild. Um, it's so complicated. It's so complicated. And your, your personal life mixed with... I mean, some people have massive help from the parents, too. Like, if your mom I do. lives yeah, we down do. the street, that makes such a difference. Like... We get very little because of distance. And so like that is a massive factor. Like if my mom came over all the time or her mom was always over, I'd be like maybe a little bit more because there's kind of that ability. But if that's not the case, there's so many things that factor into it that it's just like, it's no joke. Okay, um, wait, I don't even know if we have time to answer this because it's, it's, we're running over what you said. But where this, are we at right now? It's 1215. But we had this question at the end, have sex with your mom's body, but your partner's <laughs> brain or oh, your partner's this, this body, but your mom's brain. Yeah. So it's kind of like mom body, Becca or, you know, Jess inside of them. So, so it's like when you're looking down at the person, you're talking to your partner, but in your mom's body or vice versa, you're having sex with your partner's body, but you're looking into your mom's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna i'm gonna def, i'm gonna defer this to later okay what a oh what a god what a problem i wish i could casually i wish i could like emotionally be casual about these questions it's i really absorb so sickening i do it's so yeah, sickening. it's visceral for me um okay then before we get into that um well it's not it's just not i'm just reading that question not, oh you're just saying oh, i can't handle that yeah i can't handle it but it's a question <laughs> on there it's a really fun question Maybe you as a listener can consider this question. Play it with your partner. Have fun. Ask your friend this question. I do not want to... End. I I can't go there. Okay. I'm trying to think if I could handle it. What I would do. I, I think... I, okay. Here's... Mm, this is just off the dome. Here's my thought. Mom's body. Dad's. Jess's... <laughs> dad's <laughs> personality. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Mom's body... Jess, Jess's uh, personality 
because here's what I would do. I get super drunk and I just close my eyes and I'd be like, talk me through it, Jess. So at least I know I'm, 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 I'm talking to Jess, but, but for me, but for me looking down at Jess, but, but looking down at, but looking down at Jess, knowing my mom is looking at me. I would try to disassociate the body more than the person. I think I think the body I could disassociate more than the person. Maybe not. Oh, I'm literally about to have an anxiety attack. That's what I'm like. Oh, I'm having one for you. My hands are sweating. I'm, I'm, I just started sweating. I the have room to pee. Got my hands are the room sweating. Got hot. The room is so hot. My feet are sweating right now. Oh my god. Um, Someone bring me a sponge. Just dab, <laughs> dab me like I'm a doctor. I'm a surgeon right now. Oh my god. Uh, mm. Okay, I don't let's know see if here. I think we're, I mean, I, I like and where we're at with all Friend this. calls you to cover up a robbery. What do you do? Oh, yeah. That, that, okay, that, that was a good combo because it's kind of this thing of like, your friend commits a crime. Do you cover it up for him or do you, let's, let's get more intense. Okay. Murder. Murder. Yeah, 100%. But let's say, let's say it wasn't malicious. It wasn't like, oh, I'm a killer. Let's say like, dude, I got this guy and we got into, we got into it. And it, 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 or, or, or let's say it's a little more intense than that. Like a crime of passion. Yeah, I just lost, to to I, lost I lost my mind. I lost my mind. I lost my mind. And it was just like, I, I blacked out and it, I just, he's dead. What do I do? I, I don't know what to do. I'm calling you. You know, your friend's calling you. What do you, I'd be like, okay, here's the first thing we got to do. We got to put, we got to, um, we got to put drugs, <laughs> just drugs in the dead body. What about body. the knife in his chest? <laughs> no, 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 no. Self-defense, self-defense. But the, but the answer without the sh shadow is, is you co help cover it up. Sure. It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> okay okay i love it or i'd just be like i don't know i'd plead insanity or something if i got caught for being wrapped up in it. i'd be like look dude look guy i didn't murder him all right sure well i'm just being a i'm just being a good bud sure i appreciate that but no i mean if we helped out you don't get caught that's the deal mm. um i mean like i really like true crime i'd be ripping pages out of zodiac's book i'd be like look we got a truck we're gonna put we're gonna get in the truck leave your phone at home set up the alibi with your girl right now like we're getting this you gotta bring you want less people involved but you need the ride or dies involved and then we're gonna go out into the woods or the desert we're gonna dispose of this body and then we're gonna um set up your alibi because the worst thing is actually like if it's a crime of passion there's no escaping that they were involved in it yeah. like if we're so i'm going on two different levels here if it's crime of passion you don't dispose of the body you just have to give them a justifiable reason to have killed this person which is usually self-defense. So like if that person is like on fucking crazy, like basically. So you you're just, going into like how to get up. away with the murder. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I love this. Dude, like I just watched training day again. I'm just recently. talking about if you do it or not, you're doing it. Oh yeah. I'm far. I'm 100%. If my, my best friend called me, if Alec Wiesenfeld called me and said, <laughs> I just killed somebody, dude, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to walk you through this. Got it. Let's figure this out got it you can't go you know they'd eat you alive dude okay poor pasty ginger boy they destroy you yeah you gotta walk you through this um i don't know i i would in this moment right now yes i would i think it'd be it's something i think about mm, like, almost like a fantasy like like an exciting a little bit thing. yeah you have your shipwreck fantasy i have best friend killed somebody let's rescue them <laughs> To savior, I have a savior complex. It's, I think for me, I it's a tough one. If my buddy is rock solid, I got you. But if you can crack, I might just 
ignore the call because if you can if you're a if you're a if you're a rock solid hardened person that can handle anything i got you but if you're the guy that like cracks under the pressure of the guilt after a while you're the guy that if you get questioned you crack now i'm implicated so i helped you bury the body you crack now i'm on now i'm going to jail for 15 years for accessory to the crime and i was just trying to be a good friend so there's a little bit of this i gotta know which well, friend is doing double this. murder option so then you're gonna you're gonna get involved by helping your friend cover up the murder but now you don't trust your friend from your experience with that's, it. so now your only option is to kill your friend that's what now you've got two murders on your hands yeah and so that's that's the problem there is like slippery it depends slope. on the friend slippery slope the friend just be like, oh, i killed him and heaven helped me and Imagine i'm like what that was actually a murder trial on a thing just be like you were completely uninvolved in a murder you didn't have to you stepped in helped cover up one there's there's been movie, there's been shows like that one. i love that i think there's one i forgot what it's called but yeah it's like something where it's like you help the guy i mean i don't and then the guy starts getting guilty and then you're like dude you can't and then you kill that guy because it's like it's gotten too out of I control i love this story i'm like i'm gonna go home and write a play about this right now this this is this is an issue that's the when you start getting involved and then that person weakens, then you got to kill them. Yeah. So it's too. So for me, it's like I got to know that person can handle the heat. And or once else I killed, just go. When you've I'm killed sorry, once, I'm away from the office. Like when you, once you've killed once, it's, it's just it's easy. a downhill slope. It's easy at that point. Do you think you could? <laughs> do you think? <laughs> I mean, Gray doesn't know, but he's heard that yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. It's supposedly <laughs> like that. Supposedly. Suppose I mean supposedly. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly. Um, well, that was a shit show, but that it was, was fun. Great. <laughs> um, I'm so ready to start my day. Yeah, now we're ready to start the day. We, this is morning one, by the way. We usually record mm-hmm. at night, but I think uh, I think the morning's fun. We kind of got some more energy. You get the you get the day going. Sometimes at the end of the day, it's fun, but you are kind of tired. You're drinking, firing. Beck and I get really snarky and moody at the end of the day. There you go. So if that's if that's happening. You know, yeah. probably pretty soon we're gonna get so used to this. We're gonna start getting snarky. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be like, "Don't bring that I shit." I hope in here. not. Me neither. We got a long road ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Cool. That was a little get to know us part two. I um, hope you know us now. I mean, I feel like we. I feel like what's less important is our answers, and more important is watching us answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You should watch it. it it's can, a shit show of an answer fest. It provides. It provides. There's a lot of like physical things we're doing that we're not explaining um you should just watch us dude bust up our youtube hits just how about do, do this download it mm. listen yeah and watch oh yeah same time 10 times um that would be great just make i would love it if chatty bros had better numbers than chatty bros <laughs> i would love Let's that beat dinner conversation with becca yeah <laughs> i'd love to have that conversation with becca um, all of a sudden you're like here's how the business should really work yeah 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 so we're taking this over <laughs> Let the boys do this, you know? We've redesigned your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God, that would be so ridiculous. In <laughs> um, real in real words, guys, I've been seeing, um, I've been getting some ads on Tyler's page. Mm-hmm. I love that. Let's love keep it. that up. He, he, didn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't bit yet. Also, Ari. If you guys want Ari Jr. to come on here, was first off, Ari's dad calls him Ari Jr. Weird love it it's ari ari jr i need that i need that conversation if we can't get ari on i need Ari. if we can't get ari jr on i need ari senior to come on here and we need to get him to say ari jr as many times as possible love that it would please me immensely okay, okay. um 
Love that. Oh, it would please me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I bet, honestly, if we could get Tyler on now, the fact I mean, he's had to have seen the tags. He for has. Their, for they their, have for to. For a while, you guys were blowing his ass up. I was like, every day I would see just like a hundred, and it I was just like, so he has to see happy. this. He's probably just like, dude, it's gonna cut into my surfing time. You think he surfs? Maybe not. Probably Maybe his not. His running time. Something like that. It's merch sales. You know, I don't he's know on what. the front page. On the homepage of the Hoka. What's that? Hoka shoes. What's that? It's a shoe. Oh. It's a shoe pace. I I got them. They're really comfortable. It's like walking on clouds. So his so his 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 advertising worked. No, I was very shocked when I went on there Uh-oh. to find him on there. I was like, what? It made me like a little bit, not going to lie. I was like, what? Should I buy these now? And he's got the red ones. I was like, why don't you have the red ones? <laughs> Get those shoes. Um, well, peace and love. Peace and love. Um, we will do this again in a week or two weeks time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of our schedule now. Every other Friday, we'll be dropping these things. Um, and we'll figure out what we're going to talk about next. Because we're free flowing, baby. Peace and love. Mwah, mwah. Chat soon. <laughs>